me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. I got to use my favorite maneuver in traffic today. Not even maneuver, just my favorite hand gesture. Haven't okay. done it in a long time and succeeded because, you know, windows are more tinted. You don't want to stick your finger out the window. But I did. I did a good one today. Are you talking it, about the middle finger? It made me feel good. No, I don't use the middle finger. I don't do the. Sometimes you can do this sign like you're oh. like you're shaking dice. Yeah. Yes. And then throwing the dice at their face. Yeah. That's a good that one, hurts. too. Because mm-hmm. it catches people off guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. their eyes. They can't drive. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to work, and this, like, guy kind of cuts me off and then, like, aggressively gets next to me and then tries to get in front of me and then... And he's just driving really erratic and weird. So being a jerk. At one point, we get to a stoplight, and uh, they cut me off to get in. F- it's just there's no one at line at the stoplight. It's empty. Can we draw a picture? I'm I'm putting my blinker on to get into the left lane because I have to merge onto 183. This guy uh get, is behind me and then cuts around to get in front of me i'm like all right and then he kind of like keeps leaning in front of my truck like he's going to he's going to step on it and not let me over uh so i <sighs> i what an a hole i drop it down into first i'm like all right we'll see and then uh, I time the light better because I drive this way every day. I just haul ass. Uh-huh. I get in front of him, and then he's getting behind me, and he's doing this. Why are you racing? I'm he's not trying what? to. He's I had like to, weaving, or I had to get over. Uh, yeah, he's doing doing stuff like that, and so I roll down my mid. I have a truck, so I have that middle window. So I open it up. <laughs> I raise my finger in the air. Yeah, and I do the Matumbo finger wag. He's and like, then I close my window and go on. He's got some like deep down subconscious flashbacks of like a teacher or a parent like being Scolding upset him. with him. Or ah, he's like, oh my god. Or maybe he just not a basketball fan. Or his team had a blocked <laughs> shot by Matumbo. But it's it's my favorite. That's what it is. Matumbo was a very tall basketball player. They don't know how old he was. He might have been way older than he was. It's a mystery man. Um, but he would do this thing. He would block a shot and then he would wa- wag his finger and it took his whole arm. He would wag it. And to me, that's my favorite thing to do in traffic. The rolling the dice is good, but yeah. when someone and you just do that, so, it, it, it it shames them in a way. So, okay, I'm sorry. That's flipping unique. Off, it's unique. Flipping someone off makes them aggressive and want to fight, and it's the it's the response they expect, and they're waiting yeah, for it. Yeah, but yeah, when yeah. they get that, it confuses, throws them off, and embarrasses them, so, and shames them a little bit to where you're not going to get shot. So he got a little, like, confused after you wagged him off? Uh, yeah, very, very much so. <laughs> Go do something nice, you piece of. Today is Do Something Nice Day, which is very similar to National Random Acts of Kindness Day. But what we've learned is there's 14 pizza days throughout the year, and that's absolutely okay. But it made me think, you know what? It is nice to do something nice for people. And when is the last time either of you did something nice for someone? Uh, Today. What did you do? Oh, well, thank you for asking. 
Uh, my roommate is going to have a little sleepover with her her girlfriends this weekend while I'm at ACL Fest. And you set up cameras. Because uh, <laughs> you heard the news story we did yesterday about the owner of Bucky's son. No, uh, no, I did not. Uh, I decorated the apartment and put up all of our Halloween decorations so that her guests will have a nice, clean, okay, fun Halloween for, apartment. That was for you. That was for me. Okay. But well, still, yeah. It was also for her because I'm not going to be there to yeah, see yeah. it. Uh, I think I did something two days ago at the grocery store. I think it was two days ago. What did you do? I helped a, a delightful old lady get something off the top shelf. Two liters of cola. Aww. It was See, delightful. That is all about being nice, and there are so many things you can do, and we'll talk about how to observe National Nice Day. Uh, if someone's trying to get in your lane, just let them over. Maybe I should have done <laughs> well, that. Just let them over. Uh, you just wag your uh, finger okay. at them. That seems like uh, the nicest thing. Hey, pick up your neighbor's newspaper on your daily walk and place it on their porch. No. What, you, what is this? 1985? No Chuck get, it on there. No one gets newspapers. Uh, open the door for another person. Give your place in line to the person with only three items. Uh, tip your service staff an extra dollar or two. Ooh. Dollar or two? What? Wow. We know mm. a boomer wrote this. Is this is the 60s? Mm. Newspaper uh, tipping. <laughs> give a compliment. Encourage a student with an idea for a solution. Read to a child. If you have a child or that's your job to do is read to children. Come on, Don't just grab kids and read to them. Come here, kid. I'm going to I'm gonna read Mein Kampf to you. <laughs> uh, listen to someone who is lonely. Um, that's a big thing. You know? Y'all do that every day with me. Uh, that's very true. That's true. Thank you. Uh, I, I just thought, I've done nice things recently. Today, yesterday, I was at store and I had a bunch of crap and I also am experimenting with couponing. Yeah. So <laughs> this guy was behind me and he had two things of water. I was like, oh man, do you want to go ahead? And, you know, I wasn't thinking, I just did it. Uh, while I was at Target shopping, I saw these, uh, I wanted to get something nice for our engineers, Chuck and Brian, um, because they're been dealing with this whole situation of the station crashing, us getting hacked, so I got him some Legos. Maybe that's for me, because I just like Legos. Yeah. Uh, and then back in the day, you know, I had two female roommates, and when I would go grocery shopping, I remember my dad always used to buy, like, my mom and sister flowers. Oh, I thought randomly. you were say tampons. Yeah. Yeah, no, I bought <laughs> them tampons. a lot more useful, actually. So instead actually. of flowers, I got tampons, and I made them bloom into little flowers. Oh I pushed the thing through the snout. Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, what a nice... Uh, yeah, my male, my older male roommate yeah, he ruined got these, me tampons. He ruined them, too. And He's none just... of them work anymore. Uh, but get out, go try to do something nice for someone today because it is National Nice Day. And you know what would be really nice? What? If you told people to listen to the C.J. Morgan show because, God damn it, we need it. That would be nice. Yeah, we need this job Please. because if we are out in public working as your waiter, as your mechanic, as your DoorDash delivery person, we're going to be mean. We might not be we're as nice. Great. You don't want that. Do you think I'm work hot, Emily? Oh, boy. What is work hot? And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Yeah, if you're hearing that internet slang and don't know what it means, fear not. We have Emily's social cues to teach you all the hip stuff like work hot. I'm actually really scared to teach you this one, CJ. I think I know exactly what it is. Well, I think you know what it is a little too well, and you're going to start using this in more sentences. Don't wink at Spencer. When I don't like wink at Spencer. Well, uh, let me just let this uh, lady with a really good voice explain what work hot is. 
Things you should not trust in your 20s. One, the attractiveness of people at work. They're just work hot. And what is work hot? Work hot is when you start to get a crush on someone that you work with and convince yourself that they're really cute, but they're not. They're just the cutest of the people that you work with. They're also just a distraction from doing your job. Yep, yep. They're a distraction from doing your job, and they're just cute because you work She's with them. She's 100% right. It's anytime you are in a group situation or you're with a lot of people a lot of the time, you're going to start to gravitate towards someone that probably IRL you wouldn't really do that as no, much. No, 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 no. I, I completely agree. But to be fair, on the opposite end of that, sometimes you build some of your best relationships oh, and yeah. friendships with coworkers. But it gets a little bit tricky because that relationship that you're building is based on, you know, a situation where you're making money from attending and from being there and, and maybe, putting in your work. Are you saying work. it's a forced situation, sort of? It's 1,000% yeah, it a forced situation. I, I get okay. the forced situation well, because uh, it's also a way to artificially ramp up the amount of feelings you might have for someone because you're around them every day and being around them is more pleasant than having to work. And yeah, they're just the just the hottest girl in the building. That doesn't mean she's the hottest. She's a 10 at Waterloo Media, Whoa. but on Whoa. the street, she's like a 6 or a 7. That's Whoa. pretty good, so What are you talking about? I mean, yeah, I'm saying it's good, <laughs> but it's just, you know, you, uh, you'll put them on a pinnacle. I was yeah. say school or growing up in school, high school, things like that were also another forced situation. Uh, is there such a thing as like school hot then as well? Oh, definitely. School okay. hot was definitely a thing. Um, I would say classroom hot relates more to sure. the, like yes. a specific Analogy. one smaller class than, than what yeah, you had. Like yeah, like I went to private school and... Um, oh. Oh, Let man. me just tell you, there were four boys oh, in man. my class, actually in my grade, four boys in my grade, not a lot to choose from. And the one that everybody fawned over was definitely private school hot because <laughs> yeah. he yeah. was the best option out of four boys. And there were like 15 and girls. <laughs> turns out he liked the three other boys more than he more did than the all, girl. any yes, of the girls. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, I'll have them explain a little bit more in the video what work hot is again. Another complication of work hot is the work personality. More than once I've gotten involved with someone I worked with and their at-home personality and their at-work personality were like polar opposites. Yes, and I can agree with this. I don't understand couples that can work together because how I am at work and how I act at work is completely different than how I act whenever I'm at home. I'm not going to lie. For me, it's the same, and that's why my fiancé hates me. <laughs> There's not a lot of turning this oh off. Oh, my God. Like, I, I, yeah. I kid you not. There was We had people over, and I brought out a, a thing, and he goes, what is prop comedy? Because yeah. I brought something out to make a joke. I literally will be in conversations with her, and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm pulling up YouTube to make a sound effect or a clip. You'd have to learn <laughs> well, to turn it off. I can't. You Anyhow, I'm, I'm the outlier. But but yes, what you're saying is, is yeah. absolutely true. And, you know, you've heard the term work wife, work husband. I was going to ask you, CJ, as somebody who has a fiancé, do you think that the concept of having a work wife or a work husband goes against your relationship? No, not really, because you do Don't have... Don't think so? But I, I do see how if the relationship is weak or there, there are moments to where... I could even say maybe it's a bit of trauma bonding. If yeah. your work sucks and you really have, and you have yeah. that one person you're close to and you go smoke a cigarette with and you two really like, so it can, it, it's almost like 
how you can take coal and make it a diamond over billions of years in the earth, millions, or you can do it in a factory setting overnight. It like artificially creates this bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it real though? At the end, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, you're I don't still know going either. through a shared experience in faster time and doing this. There are people that are military buddies. That's a shared uh, trauma, in a sense, depending on your service or just your basic training together. I mean, it's not that weird, but I do understand the work concept here. That put it, I think, in better terms for me when you play the second part of it, where it's like, I don't know, man. It it can be weird because... uh, you know, I used to, I would dress up at work because we used to have nothing but girls in the office. And I would just. So you did better would, work. You looked nicer when certain flirt. people were in yeah, the office. Absolutely. And that's kind of fun, okay? I think it having is. a work crush is totally fine. You should have You should have a work crush. You're going to be more productive. Realize <laughs> that outside of the building, it's a little yeah, different. It doesn't and especially exist. us dudes, we can use this to love bomb, to manipulate, to kind of. Yeah. To kind of. Uh, Get with a work seven or eight when you yourself are a work five and a street three. An almost perfect family movie turns twin. Welcome to the Parent Pickup with your dad. He's Matt Bearden. Don't make him turn around and stop this car. You know, I don't know why I said almost perfect because now that I think about it, it actually is just a perfect family movie. It gets everyone excited. It House is, of a Thousand Corpses. Love it. It turns 20 years old this week. And I got to say, maybe Jack Black's best performance. Oh, oh I think I know where you're what going with talking this. What am I talking about? Is this School, School of Rock. Rock. Yes. School of Rock. Yes. I love that movie. When's the last time any of you watched School of Rock? Whew, probably it's, back then. It's like, been a while, but I have kept up with a lot of the kids that were in School of Rock because now they're big I actors and other things. I stopped watching it after five minutes. It just wasn't for me. What? It just wasn't for me. It's cute. It's wholesome. It's Jack Black. I grew up watching Jack Black, Tenacious D on HBO. Like, I don't need cute, fun Jack Black. I need him being weird and cussing. Anyhow, it's, it, it is a great movie. He played someone very much like you, someone hungover at work. It so. literally started a school of rock here in Austin. It did. You're right. Yeah. And guess what? Um, the movie, for the best, for the most part, has aged pretty well. Now, not everything ages. You, you, nothing ages perfectly. There's a listing in an article that says, hey, here are some of the things that didn't necessarily age all that well. But Oh, that's going to always be just an introduction to having an interesting conversation with your kids anyway about why some things seemed so different back then than they do now. 20 years I don't think seems as long for us because now we're over 20 and it's uh, like, oh. Well, I am 25, so it it does feel weird to know that this ca- movie came out when I was five. It does. That does Not sound brag, weird. Yeah. But I can't believe the movie came out when I was 70. <clears throat> Jeez. The math is... He was just trying to get ahead of you there because you've been real mean to Matt recently yeah, about being old. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I, no she, I don't think you've been mean to me at all. Oh, no, no, no. no he just wants to live attention. forever. It's okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind living for... Well, I don't want to live forever. It uh, hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more painful. Everything it hurts. already hurts, man. <laughs> um, it was a great movie, and I remember when it was coming out, I had no interest in watching it. I was just like, ah, I don't know. I don't think that appeals to me. And I saw it, and I was like, this is really great. But I saw it at a time before I really had kids, and I put it away, and I just realized when I saw this come up, October 3rd is the uh, is the anniversary, the 20th anniversary, and I'm like, man, I got to show this to my kids. 
I gotta show it to my kid. It was a, it's a good movie. Do they? How did they respond? Have you done it yet, or? And they've never seen it. Before? No, I'm gonna do it this weekend. Okay. Oh. I don't think my kids have ever seen it. If they hmm. saw it, they saw it at some point with a grandparent or something like that. But we've never family movied that particular movie. Yeah. And it was really, really good. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to bring it up. I thought it would be a fun thing for people to do with the families. It, a lot of it was, wasn't some of it shot here or, or no, just because it was Linklater, I'm assuming that it was shot here, but it wasn't. Honestly, no I clue. No I don't think it was. Anymore. I don't remember anything like that, but uh, I do know uh, you, Matt, you played music, right? I played a saxophone. That doesn't count as music. Woo-hoo! I thought you did a lot of skin flute. A little bit of pant trombone. Tube tuba. This is very nasty, and I can't believe that I got that joke. Thank you, Emily. This is very nasty, and I can't believe that I got that joke. Thank you, Emily. Funny, random, weird. The CJ Morgan Show, 101X. When does your food go bad, and when should you not eat it? You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. Man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. It's CJ's fat, and last night uh, I prepared a meal for uh, my. It was a late night kind of eating thing, not late, okay. you know, eight nine p.m. Uh, it's but late. when my fiance asked what it was, I was like, "Oh, this comes from that HelloFresh that's been in the fridge." And she's like, "That's been in there a month." Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't they just give that to you and it'll maybe last two weeks tops because it's I fresh? Mean, the, do it's you fresh. think because the word "fresh" is in it, it just stays good forever? Yeah. No, that's not uh, how it works at all. Here's the deal. Uh, this particular one, if I haven't, I hate throwing away food and letting stuff go bad, especially when we forget to cancel that week's HelloFresh. Yeah. The meat I'll put in the freezer within a couple of days. I'm not worried about that. Um, a couple of days. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's go it's, ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I it's just... vacuumed. Any, anyhow, this was Brussels sprouts, uh, which didn't look bad, didn't smell Honestly, bad. Honestly, Brussels sprouts can last Brussels quite sprouts a bit. hold. It was pita bread, and then it was, like, cheeses and sauces that were all sealed. Okay, okay. So, That's not right. bad. So I'm going to kind of give bad, you an okay here. But this isn't the first time I've went a little too far with uh, when things go bad. And yeah. so I just want to open the discussion of... When is it bad? When should you not it's, eat it? It's tough for me, and I get frustrated around friends as well. Uh, I worked in commercial kitchens, okay, when I was younger, we're a restaurant business. And I've had to like get that. my food handler's I license. Have to get my you know, we've and done I had that. to go to those food handler courses, and they teach you how easy it is to get sick from food, okay? You're yeah. not guaranteed to get sick, okay? Just because you don't handle food properly doesn't mean you're guaranteed to get sick. But when you realize how easy easy it is to hurt people, mm-hmm. <laughs> you really have to be careful with all of that. And um, I get frustrated with a lot of my friends who will leave a pizza out, they'll get drunk, they'll eat some pizza, they'll oh leave boy. half a pizza on the counter, they'll leave it out all night long. Spencer's raising his hand. I know, hand. because yeah. he's done it before, and I've gotten mad at him. I'm like, Spencer, you can make yourself really ill from eating a pizza that stood at room temperature for a day. Your other co-host and my former roommate, Chewy, would make chorizo beans and <laughs> eggs in the morning and Leave eat, it those, all eat those for 24 hours. Well, I kid you not. It, you would do it, too. Okay, I would. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I mean, See, and he says stuff like, well, I think I'm just built different. It's like, no, you're not built. You just haven't gotten sick yet. Yeah, you've gotten yeah. lucky. That's very true. Like My, my favorite uh, Emily story of mine was when I was in college and I decided to make homemade pizza. And that was before I understood that tomato sauce, once opened, 
should not be reshelved. <laughs> and let's just say same with, Alfred, same with a lot of that. That I made an entire pizza that smelled funny, but I was too dumb in college right. to put it together that I shouldn't eat this because I was like, I'm not throwing away a whole pizza. I don't have money. Smell test, hundred percent, the number one thing. And number I got one thing. Very sick. Hey. There are expiration dates on the food or best buy dates you get from the grocery store. Those can kind of go a couple of days. Definitely. In between. That's more a liability issue. Smell test is number one. Color is a little more difficult because some meats, the way the blood and the way the stuff in it goes, it gets a different color. I think consistency. Consistency too. But but a couple things I want to talk about is my fish philosophy, and Matt brought this up on his other show. If you go to H-E-B and you get a delicious salmon or some cheap tilapia, you eat that that day. It's already been frozen also. Like, it does say you can freeze it and whatnot, but it's already been frozen. Fresh fish, which is not even really fresh, if you buy fish from a grocery store, that doesn't sit in your fridge for a day or two. That is that day. Well, you I do, definitely have the fish most in my back. fridge that I bought two days ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. If, if, if you smell it, you're going to get a little bit of pneumonia smell, and that is a uh, danger. Uh, and uh, people do it with chicken, too. My wife recently, she was like, well, this chicken's only been in the refrigerator for four days. She said, I thought you said it could be the leftovers. Yeah. Could be. I was like, it's not leftovers. It's raw chicken. You haven't cooked it yet. Raw is different than cooked. Especially once it's unvacuum sealed or unfrozen. Uh, there is a, a site called Still Tasty. Dot com. Stilltasty.com. Genius. Are you familiar with this? Uh, no, I'm not, but I, I should look at it because the rice discussion you had on your other show really freaked me out. Yeah, it's it's quoted as uh, your ultimate shelf life guide, stilltasty.com. I'm on it right now. I'm bringing it up because it's, I've given it to so many people over the years. It's general. It's not perfect, but Still Tasty will really help you stay off of the toilet quite a bit. Uh, you can go there and it lets you know, hey... This is whether you can or cannot eat this. I've turned on so many of my roommates to stilltasty.com. It's the most valuable thing on the internet, next to, uh, you know, Pern. Mm-hmm. CJ, you can just go in there, literally type in anything you want, and it will tell you. I typed in your favorite thing to eat, but it only came up with cumin. Parmesan cheese? Cumin seed? He got you good. He got you good, dude. Emily, do you got the time? Oh, um, wait, look, it's... Uh, it's 425 and oh, you suck! It's Texas OU Weekend. Uh, welcome to the Sports Bet, where we bet on stuff. That's where we're going to start today's bet. Texas versus OU, the closest line Texas had so far. Uh, Matt, we'll begin with you. OU and six and a half, or Texas? Uh, Texas is going to win by more than six and a half. Uh, and this is really going to come down to on those two teams. Uh, Texas has a better third down efficiency rating than OU, and it's going to really rear its ugly head this weekend. And I'm going to say it again, Emily. You seen them fat boys on the line? Texas has the big guys on the O and D line, and that has been their problem for a decade. That's a problem. They got some chunky. No, it's, no, it's, it's good it, to have. They I was didn't. about to say, now I love, I love the big men. Now they do, yeah. Emily. There's some chunky booties out there. Are yeah. you taking OU in six and a half? Or are you taking Texas? Well, it'd be rude of me to root for OU, so we're going Texas. Uh, give us your catchphrase. Hook him, I guess. Spinny, OU, Texas. Come on. Got? You know I got to go for Texas, baby. Hook them, and now y'all are putting me in the position of having to be uh-huh. in the uh, I hope, and I think Texas wins. Uh, I'll take OU in the six and a half because wow. I think it'll be a if close one. If it was one. OU in nine or, uh, or seven and a half, something like, it, it's just that uh, I don't think that uh, I don't think it's gonna be that close. I hope not. 
I hope not, but you know this Texas run game is suspect. You keep saying that, and I keep saying you're wrong. Because they either hit home runs or they strike out. It's one or two yards strike or out. loss. Wait, are we talking or about football? Sixty yards. How often? What, what is games more, have you been watching where there's it's only one or two yards or sixty? Every rundown that, is that one is, or two yards. I don't know what you're or watching. Jonathan Brooks I don't know what you're off. watching. I'm watching the Texas consistently tearing off three yard runs, which is where you should be. It's still not good. No, three yards is under because then that still sets. It. Then you miss <sighs> a pass on second. Then it's third and seven. You never, Emily. You never want to be in a position for a long third down play. Never. Then the defense third can... down efficiency rate much higher for the Longhorns than the OU offense, but and you... that's what's where that's where this game is going to be won. Okay. Well, let me tell you about some efficiency. It's sucking ass. That's Austin FC. Here are <laughs> oh, the four bets you can make. Emily, we'll start with you. Does LAFC win by two or more goals? Does LAFC win? Does Austin FC win, or will there be a draw? So, over two goals. Not two or more, it's over two. So, where are we at on these bets? Do you take an LAFC over two? I'm going to say a draw. Okay. Okay. Oof. Now, you originally said two or more, but over you're two. switching it to oh, over two. Over. Does okay. LAFC win, or does no, LAFC L- win over two? LAFC is going to win by two, so I just go with the simple victory then. Which is LAFC. Okay. Correct. Uh, Spinny. You going Verde on this? Uh, I'd like to, but I think I got to go with the Galaxy, man. They screwed well, me. They screwed the me Ga- last week. You're Galaxy? going with the wrong team altogether because they won't even be there. Oh, I still can't vote for them. LAFC. <laughs> sure, <laughs> that one, the one I was paying attention to. Uh, are they going to win by more than two, though? Mm, yes. Okay, Spencer <laughs> taking that. Uh, I guess. Um, hmm, should I take Austin FC? We have a good record against LAFC, except for when they beat us by three in the Western Conference. Uh, no, I'm going to go with LAFC. Uh, I agree with Matt. My thought is it'll be like 2-0, 3-1, something like that. Last bet of the week, fantasy football in the 101X League. We're doing a competition with Jason and Nick to see who can score the most points in a week. Last week, we lost... Matt, you weren't here for this, but no, I wasn't. if we lose to Jason and Nick, we have to promote their show and play a segment um, of their show on our show. So we played the segment on their show where we won and they were promoting our show. So we, we did a little bit of inception there. I like what you but, did. Yeah. I like what you did. Um, yeah. Who's going to win? CJ and Emily, Jason and Nick, who scores more points? Mind you. It's ACL Fest weekend, so people kind of forget about putting their lineups together. Oh, they won't. They won't. I know these people. I think that we're going to win, though. I'm pretty confident. I've got Christian McCaffrey, and people tell me he's good. And I have the Cowboys, which their defense has been good. Yes, it has. All right, Emily takes uh, us. Emily, I'll go with us, too. Good. Yay, as you should. Um, Well, we forgot. Uh, is 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 that bet strapped in? That pet is strapped in. All right, so this this is the big one. We got to strap it in. I'm going to strap mine in too. Matt. It was a big big strap. I would think that you guys would win. Uh, Unfortunately, I've never met anyone more competitive than Nick, so I'm going to go Nick and Jason. Uh, You're going to strap that down? I'm strapping it. Strap it. Strap it. Oh. 
I had so many straps, and I look at look at how many straps I have, and I completely and you always forget I about locking it in about my strapping it in strategy. But Spencer, are you going to strap in Jason and Nick or CJ and M? I would like to strap on Dick and Nick. You're going to strap on and strap in the Dick and Nick. Thank you. Had to make sure that one goes all the way around the waist. Uh, we'll double, be back <laughs> double strapped in. with this week's punishment, which is the tummy hum. My punishment this week for losing the sports bet is to do a tummy hum. The point of that is to hum a song into Spencer's tummy, and he has to guess the song. Emily and Matt are both going to write down a tune, make it something jaunty, make it something easy, make it something that we can both identify, and then for my punishment... I have to go over to Spencer. I'm going to pull a mic down. I'm going to hum the song in his tummy, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to guess what it is. Now, yeah, that's nude tummy. That's bear. Yeah, we're not doing de- bear tummy. We've been debating this, but I think you mm-hmm. have to it do has bear, to be bear tummy. Yeah, be. Yes, that's gross. You've you punished get- me for your punishment here, so I'm going to add to the punishment. That, I want it to be my naked it's belly. It's going to tickle, and he's just... He no, I wants don't wanna, raspberries. So I should do new tummies kind yes. of gross. No. Yes. That's no. the whole... That, that, that he, was the punishment. This is what you do, CJ. I'm you ready. always pivot and change either I, to torture us never, or to get yourself out of the I torture. I never said it was going to be a nude stomach. Okay. That's so I weird. Get the two dinners I've won fair and square Someday, from you. Someday, eventually. The point of this is for him to guess the song, and there's no way if there's a shirt in between your lips yeah. and the Coming, yeah. that he's going to be able to identify the you song. Think so? Which makes nope. a great point. Nope. Yes, all right. nope. God damn it. Well, um, and I brought some butter to rub on there, too, to make it nice. <laughs> We're not oh, using yummy, any kind yummy, of lubricant. Uh, Emily, do you want to record this for the internet? And oh, I'll start some uh, tummy humming on, on young Spencer. Uh, Matt, do you have a song prepared for me? Spencer cannot see the song. I'm going to hum it into his tummy. Let me get my hum microphone on. At, at what point is this? Like, I'm just never going to guess what it is. No, I'm not going to hum forever. Uh, let's see the song. Uh, should I show the listeners the song? Okay. I don't know what this is. Uh, that's how I sing it, but you know, that's not the actual title, but that's, oh, you know what it is, okay, don't you? Okay, okay, okay. All right. Uh, that's that's what he put. Um, so ideally, you guys should be thinking of songs. I'll have no idea what they are. You'll know this song. Oh. Uh, if you listen to the I station, you will. I just don't know will. the title okay. of it, okay. so, but that's... Uh, narrate what I'm doing while I walk over here to Spencer and... Okay. Uh, and he I takes off you, his shirt. No, I want you to take my shirt off for me. Uh, no. You just lift the shirt up and put your head underneath it. So no, it looks... take it off. I'm a, I'm a small baby boy. Okay, here he goes. He's walking around the board right Daddy, now. Daddy, take my He's shirt off. He's all dressed up. He's uh, getting himself ready. And, Spencer's uh, arms are in the air. Yeah, He's Spencer, ready. Stand up? <laughs> yeah. all right, so. Spencer wore shorts today so that he had extra room to move yeah. his uh, wang around in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now CJ's going to sit down next this to... This might be the worst one we've done. This here. is going to be great well, is what this is. You can talk because you got to get... Yeah, should, we, should we put a headphones on Spencer so he can't hear the song? No, no, no. No, it's no fine. you should guess it. It's going to be hard right. enough already. <clears throat> okay, clear we your throat. The, we get the butter. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, here, here we go. go. Little, little Three, person. two, one, hum. <laughs> That's not adequate. Hum a little harder. Imagine Dragons? Uh, that was the Bacon Song, I'm Begging You by Monaskin. <laughs> Bacon! Bacon! 
and you. Uh, try it again. Thank you for showering. <laughs> I, I must say, I taste a little bit of soap on his tummy, and Good, I really appreciate that. He remembered that. today. Uh, Emily, what I song care. do you have for me to hum for his uh, tummy? Okay, um, I don't have a written down. Did you write down. it here, here? Matt will help you with so that. So I can, I can um, whisper it to Matt for okay. him to write down. How okay, about that? whisper it to me. Okay, okay, you're going to have to write that down because I have no idea what you just said. Oh, my goodness. Spencer, you could have made this a lot worse and funnier by not showering, no. but I'm, I'm so happy you did. I, that's why we're still friends. Well, that's why I... I also uh, didn't expect bare tummy. Well, that's why but. I encouraged it because I'm, I'm going to... Uh, come on. <laughs> oh, okay. I... Yeah, that's not what okay, I... Okay, do you want to show what I wrote down, Timmy? Yeah. You just okay. have to work on your whisper, can't you? Your, your whisper skills, okay? okay? All right, so my punishment this week for sports. Um, okay, all right, here we go. This is a good one. He better all get right. this one. Yeah. You have to get this one. <clears throat> Start right at the beginning, too. Wait, how does the beginning... Go? Okay. It's from Emily's favorite soundtrack, you... Shrek 2. Yes. No, Shrek 1. My God. <laughs> Shrek 1. It's in both of them. It's saying you... now. No. You're an all-star. There you go. Your My Smash Mouth. How did you not get that sooner? Scary Halloween movies you don't have to be scared of. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a nerd. Rotten Tomatoes put together a list of scary Halloween movies that you can watch and watch with the kids particularly, unlike Emily's list of movies, which she's watching the scariest, craziest horror movies to determine what lands in the top tier, the trophy case of horror. But Emily, I don't like scary movies, and there are a lot of people that said, hey, we have kids. We can't watch what Emily's watching Right now, that's scary. Uh, I don't want them to have bad dreams. Uh, They're going to have bad dreams eventually in their life. Here's the deal. If you make your kids watch a horror movie and they have bad dreams, then when uh, mommy and dad are trying to do a little bit of kissing, they wake up and come in there and interrupt it. You don't want that. All right? Mom and dad don't kiss anymore. That's very true. Mom and dad have kids. They're not kissing. Uh, Let's start with number (laughs) 10. Frankenweenie. It's just that. It's a wiener dog uh, that is put together in a bit of a little Frankenstein's monster kind of thing. It's I got love Martin Frank and Short, uh, Catherine O'Hara. Pretty pretty big crowd for that. And this is the new Frankenweenie because Frankenweenie also 2012, yes. came out uh, a long time ago. I think it was a black and white movie. Is that right? I don't know. Disney did a real life uh, Frankenweenie back in 1984, but the animated one's the good one okay. from 2012. Uh, Coraline, the yes, Neil Gaiman yes, story, yes, turned yes. into a uh, movie. Dakota Fanning is in but, it. Um, she stars as the little girl that crawls through the hole in her wall to another world. How is that not scary, though? It, that one will it's give freaky. your child nightmares, but then yeah. it's a little easier to explain, sort of, because you can be like, it's clay, it's yeah. not real. Yeah, that's true. Well, then there's, yeah, there's the uh, button-eyed people on the other side, and they want to uh-huh. take it. Yeah, it's they want to take her eyes. It's got some freaky elements to it. I uh, love that movie. The Witches, which came out in 1990, starring Angelica Houston, 
I don't know anything about that. That's based off a Roald Dahl book, which is also scary. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's necessarily scary. He he had some of the darker stories for kids, but they were always, you know, like kid-oriented. You know, the kid always would win, usually. So uh, This one's also kind of freaky and spooky because of the animation. Do you remember The Secret of Nim? The 1982 cartoon of a mouse and the little kids, the little baby mice, that have to try to move okay. out of the field and escape. It's That one's freaky. I sort of do. How's, how's that ranked all the way up here? Uh, the next one is The Nightmare Before Christmas 1993. Some people say it's not a Halloween movie. It's, it's both. both. It works just fine. It's uh, called The Nightmare Jack Skeletor, Before Catherine O'Hare in that one also. Uh, Ghostbusters, the 1984 movie does have its scary moments with those big dogs, the monsters, but also fun like the Marshmallow Man and just some good not crossing the stream jokes. A little bit of oral scene too. Uh, A good one for parents and kids alike, the classic Bill Murray Ghostbusters. I think Bill Murray (laughs) didn't want to do that or didn't want to do the second one and they got him to come back by letting him do where the Buffalo Roam where he plays Hunter S. Thompson. Not as good as Johnny Depp's version. Uh, Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the White Rabbit. I hate Wallace and Gromit. Uh, yeah, their animation's they're, they're weird. They're gross looking. They're just gross looking. I don't know how else to describe it. It it does. There are animations and things that just look weird. Like my coworker, ex-coworker and, and dear friend Krista, she really hated that uh, that kind of stop motion animation. Yes. And also that, what's that kind of live looking stuff, uh, like Scanner Darkly? Kind of oh, anima- sort of rotoscope, rotoscope. She animation. Couldn't watch any of that. Huh. This one easily watchable. Two thousand one Monster Inc. Uh, starring John Goodman and Billy Crystal. That one's easy. It's That's fun. Not a Halloween it makes, movie. It makes monsters. Yeah. yeah, but it's a monster movie, so no, I it's guess not. It's kind of long running Halloween. Uh, this one was pretty damn cool, and I know plenty of girls in Austin that have tattoos from this movie. Uh, 2001 Spirited Away. That one is a scary movie uh, though. Yeah, I know. That one's got freaky moments too. I couldn't watch it growing up because I hated the scene where the parents ate so much that they turned into pigs. Yeah. yeah. That was scary. I mean, a it's lot got of, a lot of spooky moments. A lot of things geared towards kids are actually quite scary. Y'all ever see Pinocchio, the classic cartoon where they turn into donkeys? I was terrified of that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? They put a lot of stuff in there and a I lot mean, of visuals that we shouldn't be seeing. We're kids, all it's right? It's adults making these things for kids, so of course they're like, eh, kids will be fine. Uh, the Critics' Consensus number one Halloween movie, I gotta say, love this movie. Uh, it's guaranteed to make someone in my friend group or my fiance, someone's gonna cry during it. It's got some banger songs to sing along. 2017's Coco, a Day of the Dead movie. Oh, and okay, just yeah cool little dog, a great little story. That little boy's um, just a fun character. It's you it's a damn sing. good one. It's not necessarily Halloween, but it's Day of the Dead. It's, it's spooky season. Dead. It works, and that is the uh, the top pick to watch. But yeah, it's got some emotional moments. It's got, it's got some tear jerkers in there, yeah. like any good classic movie. But there you go. Uh, Emily, you're going to report back on your watching of The Thing. The Thing. It's the C.J. Morgan Show with Emily, Matt Beard, and Spencer. So even before I got here to hang out with you two. Hey, good to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, good to meet you too. Um, I would like to announce that I have completed all of my daily steps today. As as far as my watch well is told done. me, yeah. Uh, normally, I don't get that far this early. 
um, I have to go home after the show and do working out and do all these other things because I just sit in an office all day. But today, today. You got your steps in. I got my steps in. Now, why would you walk when you can ride a bike, skateboard, or drive a car? Uh, Well, I don't have a bike. I don't know how to skateboard. And I don't know. It was just nice outside today. And I told myself, you know what? I'm going to walk to the store. So I got up this morning and I walked to the store and I got some things that I needed and I walked back and it felt really nice. And it, I just kind of nice. I just I wish I could do this every single day of my life, but I, I can't. I've done it a couple of times. Um, but the last two neighborhoods I lived in right here by the radio station, kind of not the safest. Yeah, I would still yeah. walk. Usually when I'm walking home from a bar drunk, probably the worst time to do it. But we're not a very walkable city for several reasons. No. Really spread out. People love their vehicles. American cities, especially in Texas, are made for driving. Also, just the heat. It's not feasible. Even if you live in the domain or downtown in areas where you can walk here or there. You don't you're want on con- to. <laughs> you're on concrete and it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me so upset because I I just think about all those other cities. They get to... Like, I romanticize the idea of getting up and and going and grabbing a coffee. I don't even drink coffee. Well, what, what's Just a the walkable, What's a walkable city? Because all I can think of is living... You have to live downtown somewhere. Like, even Denver, you That's would say, true. is quote-unquote oh, yeah. walkable. Or, yeah. Yeah, it's walkable if you live in the heart of downtown Denver or uh, next to the train. But, there like, are, what... There are efforts to make more walkable cities. I think it's starting as a trend... Or start as a trend in Europe, things like that. Belgium, maybe. I don't know the exact names of certain cities. I know it's not super commonplace yet, but it's like... Well, I don't think it's a trend in Europe. I think it's just the reality because so many yeah, of those I mean, cities were just... They're yeah. so old. And, yeah. and you know, they didn't have a lot they of vehicles. They didn't have cars. Or, yeah. They didn't have their Teslas driving everywhere. Well, that's the thing. They're, they're doing the, what is it, the 15-minute city and conservatives and conspiracy theorists were saying, this is how they start, because then they won't let you leave the zone, blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, you don't want your grocery store, your favorite bar, and a good restaurant, like, in within walking distance like, of your house? On the like, way what a weird to to thing to bitch about. Yeah, and, okay. Well, then you won't be able to leave your zone. So besides what? walking home drunk, CJ, when have you just walked like when when do you just like go out and like walk to a place besides just like walking around your neighborhood just because you need to walk literally don't just if i walk around my neighborhood or like when i went to uh, a texas football game or when i go to an fc game i'll walk out of like surge pricing zones or i'll walk far away from the stadium so oh that's that's it or yeah. if i'm downtown like i mean See, only I've, when i'm doing stuff i've considered getting a dog just so that i have an excuse to walk places because it feels really weird to be dogless and just go for a walk yeah. like just walking myself <laughs> no, but it is because there's no Cause everyone's end. walking there yeah, yeah no everybody's walking their dog and there's no end destination nah, like you, you just you gotta you overdo it. Walk. You gotta put the athletic gear on. Make people convinced that you're you know you're out there for an exercising bit. You know what I mean? I guess. Put the leg warmers but on. I, I would at least like a little bandana. prize at the end. That's that's why I like to go walking is so that I know that I could go and walk to a gas station and buy myself a little treat and then walk home. You know, Emily's right, Spencer. It is a little suspicious if someone's not walking and they don't have a dog. Yeah. Or they're not in athletic gear. Like where are you? What are you doing? Where are you like, going? Who are you? 
What's your, Why are you what's dressed your, normal and walking? What's your deal? That makes sense. Are you scared to wear athletic clothes? See, because nobody does that. And here's my petition that we should all just start walking places. And it might take you an hour and you might get really, really sweaty. But if we all do it together, then maybe, maybe somebody out there It'll get better. will see us and say, hey, stop let's make this I, more walkable walking. for them. I've walked, uh, <laughs> I've walked from um, Breaker and Desal to the radio station at 183 and 35 several times. Oh. It's not walkable. Not walkable why, at all. Why? Well, it's dangerous. Uh, the roads. No, why did you do that? The people, just because I, I didn't have a car. I had to get to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah that's always unfortunate, yeah, too. Yeah, not super walkable, but, you know, they're trying to work on green spaces in Austin and make more of them connected and mm-hmm. kind of sort of safe to where you can actually do it. But it's just... We're not built for that in America, Can I borrow your dogs and take them out on walks so that I don't look as weird? Absolutely. But they're just as lazy as me, so they're going to get tired and want to go so back. So they're going to be walking me. Yeah, basically. yeah. Technology might help with wildfires. That's uh, one of the stories hitting the news today. AI and trail cameras, essentially. The Austin City Council approved a measure to use artificial intelligence and cameras uh, to essentially detect and alert firefighters and crews about potential danger zones, downed power lines, fires that have sparked, that sort of thing, so they can get there sooner and uh, start combating the fires. Because I don't know if you know this, but Austin's kind of in the middle of a large tinderbox of fire. Yeah, I've noticed that recently. A lot of trees, a lot of areas where we can't cut and remove stuff. So it's just... Very dangerous. And I remember the fires of, I think, 2011. We had the Bass Drop fire, but there were ones in Austin. There were ones in North Austin. There were ones out by the lake. It's it's pretty bad. Like, we have the potential for a massive wildfire. Uh, so I think this is a good start. Um, Austin Energy says it's working with uh, the Austin Fire Department, Department to get the program going, which is Pano AI, a company out of San Francisco. And like I said, they use cameras. They use artificial intelligence to detect fires earlier, notify crews. My only problem is just knowing Austin is we love spending money. This feels very monorail to me. If you watch the classic Simpsons episode, there was a man who traveled town to town convincing people to get a monorail. They invested the money and it was a scam. I'm not saying this is a scam, but I don't. Anything Austin technology just doesn't seem to work very well for a couple years. Yeah, and and knowing us, I don't know, something about our environment is going to mess this up or, I don't know, somebody's going to trip on a wire and break something. And maybe it's just because here at the station things always go wrong and I just assume <laughs> that, you know, that's where, like, oh, everywhere you ever here gone in this camp- town. Camping out in the woods and tried to have technology work? Yeah, it doesn't ever. I mean, it's hard not to see the negative, I guess, with a lot of bad things happening. But, uh, but at the same time, something... It's, we they're doing something. We should be looking into stuff. Yes. You know what I mean? We should Overall, be trying it out. Start. It's a scary thought to think. Like you said, CJ, we could uh, all go up and blaze it could go pretty in a big. wildfire. And, you know, um, the conspiracy theorists might tell you this is a slippery slope getting getting spied on. Maybe we'll catch Bigfoot or aliens with this. Uh, yeah. They use 360 cameras, which are put at... They're going to be put at high points. So I said trail cams earlier. But they're cameras that are going to go on top of cell towers and stuff like that. So hopefully that'll work. And and I do believe from reading into this a little more uh, about Austin Energy and this is it's it's probably going to focus on down power lines and such. Yeah, which I feel like would be easy to 
locate um, their did giant, use this technology yeah. for that sort of thing. <laughs> Power um, lines. It's going to be a little dry this weekend, but it's going to be a lot cooler, with the exception of tomorrow, if you're getting ready for an exciting weekend, football, ACL Fest. Uh, it's going to be a high of 86 tomorrow. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's not until you factor in how humid it's going to be because it rained today. Well, so, I would take that. It, it looks a little cloudy, too, right? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so if you're going to ACL Fest Friday, it might be, still be warm. It's not quite going to be boot and long sleeve weather yet. Saturday, high of 76. Woo. Sunday, high of 79. So we're going to have a great weekend, and it's going to be dry. And I was telling Spencer, since you know we're going to be broadcasting down there, if you can't go, live vicariously through us. Uh, all that rain helps with all the dust and kicking stuff up a little bit. We might have some mud pits, but it's dry on the weekend. We'll be fine. Last kind of sort of story, uh, a little more serious relating to ACL Fest and just stuff in general. Um, a CISD student in Hayes has died from suspected fentanyl poisoning. That's all the oh, details we know man. so far. I just want to remind everyone... Um, don't do drugs, but if you're gonna do drugs, and yes, people, you can't just tell people not to s- abstain from something, they're still gonna do it. Those little head shops everywhere, Planet K, Oat Willies, whatever, a lot of them have free fentanyl test strips. You can buy them on Amazon. There are places, it is now legal in Texas, I do believe, you can get fentanyl test strips. That means if you're gonna do whatever drug, Molly, Coke, something, something, something. It gives you clear instructions of how to break it off and test it. Uh, so if you're going to do it, and I know people are anyways, make sure you're doing it safe because there is a pretty distinct uh, possibility and danger that you're going to die. And again, you don't know where you're getting it. The mm-hmm. person you're getting it from doesn't know where they got it. They don't know who cut it, who stepped on it with what. So uh, just try to be safe, okay? And if you can access Narcan too, there's a bunch of places around Absolutely. Austin. Absolutely. There are vending machines. You can buy them. You yep. can also, something you can get from Amazon, Narcan. And, and again, Narcan doesn't save yourself to get someone to the hospital. For sure. Uh, but but it, anything it, helps. It will help save a life and... I guess the last thing I kind of brought up earlier is if you feel something's dangerous with a friend or you, it's better to call and go to the, the hospital than not. Did you know? Did you know that German was the second most spoken language in the United States? Uh, even local government, schools, newspapers operated in German. However, it was forcibly suppressed when we fought the Kaiser and those crowds during WW1. Uh, that's right, Emily. We fought the Germans twice. Oh, my goodness. 2-0. 2-0. Oh. Woo! Uh, go America. But this is kind of a cool did you know. Uh, oh. Did you know, by the way, is our learning segment. You know it's true if we start with did you know. Uh, but it's uh, it's important because a big chunk of Central Texas, where we live now, heavily in, in, immigrated by Germans, by the Czech people, Emily, by some of your people. Who are uh, my people? Uh, Danes, the Swedes, Norwegians, oh. Oh, Finnish. I, I thought like, you meant women. And women, yeah, women had to come too. They they brought their women along. It wasn't just all dudes, because then they'd be like, "Was ist das? Ein sausage fest? I'm just ver-. that's how they started worst fest, <laughs> actually, because it was just a bunch of dudes and and they made that joke in New Braunfels. Uh, there you go. Did you know Germans krauts all over down here? Did you know? If you have ever driven in the dark backwoods of Austin, Texas, and have run over a deer accidentally and thought to yourself, why is it just standing there? Get out of the road. Go. Well, 
Did you know that's because the deer's eyes are more sensitive to light than others? And so when deer are suddenly struck by a beam of light from a car's headlights, their pupils fully dilated and they become blinded by the abundance of light and they can't see anything at all. And you're getting revved up like a roller in the night. Which is why they just stand there going, huh? As you go, and then you go, ah, crap, I just paid off this car. That's right. So uh, do what Emily is telling you to do and you know, turn your lights off. Don't drive with lights on anymore. No, drive <laughs> uh, it's quick, much safer to turn your lights off when you drive. Quick question. I'm glad this came up. Actually, we're going to take two did you know sidebars real quick. Sidebar okay. number one. Here okay. we go. Yeah, My okay. worst fest joke. What is this, a first fest? That was kind of funny, mm-hmm. and no one really laughed. Okay, that was sorry. A, that I can was laugh a, now if that you was want. a good radio level pun. I can laugh. Emily now. said they didn't bring women, and it's like, what is this? A sausage fest? A verse fest? Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, uh, sidebar number two. Wait. That first one, that was the sidebar? Yeah, that was sidebar number one. That was just I'm one. I'm just kind okay. of disappointed I wouldn't laugh to. But sidebar number two, a little more serious and following Emily's, uh, Emily's thing. There's always been the kind of country saying that if you're going to hit a deer, you accelerate through it. You don't accelerate. Oh, my God. You accelerate through it. <laughs> you what? don't accelerate. Because if you hit the brakes, it pops never, up on your windshield. I have never heard what? this as a, as a country saying. Dude, no. The saying is if you're traveling like 65 miles per hour on an unlit like country highway, it's safer not to swerve because you're just going to try to overcorrect and That's you're going to end up crashing. But <laughs> I've, never heard, I've never heard it Accelerate through. Yeah, you don't break. You don't get points. You don't break. There's no. You don't break. What is that? The worst advice ever. Yeah. No worst. You know what? That only worked though just now because of the joke you tried to set up earlier. Don't Just, stop, don't reverse, accelerate through an ambush. Less a chance you're going to actually get shot at and hit, and you're going to break up their line. Don't accelerate through your ant's bush. No. Well, you know, there's some old videos like that. Uh, oh, sorry. Boy. Back to- Did you know the city of Mobile, Alabama, in the southern U.S., uh, they ring in the new year every single year by not dropping an apple like they do in the Big Apple, but uh, dropping a moon pie. Oh, that's right. Dropping a moon pie. You guys know what a moon pie a is? Moon yeah, one pie. of the dry- Wait, You know what a moon pie is? <laughs> uh, uh, Cow patty? It's a de- Wait, it's a you don't know what it is either? It's really? like a dessert. It's a there des- you go. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a delicious southern treat. It's uh, I've like seen a, them in Nashville. A, no, they're here. everywhere. They're everywhere. Oh, oh, yeah, it's like a marshmallow station. cream kind of thing you can do. Yeah, they're super dry, so you got to microwave them. Get them that, that marshmallow they're dry? Going. Yeah, they're not great. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I have sidebar number three here. Okay. Uh, hitting a deer, did you know the tips for minimizing uh, damage and injury? Uh, Spencer's right. Don't swerve. Swerving, um, especially if you're an SUV, lose control okay. of the oh, car. Oh, is the next thing to swerve, to accelerate through it? Uh, it says slow down safely while you shouldn't hit your brakes. Wait, wait. Slow down? I thought you just said accelerate. No, well, I'm getting to that. Okay. Technically, that's accelerating. In the while negative. you shouldn't hit your brakes, <laughs> don't do so if you might lose control of your vehicle. Uh don't speed up. It says some people believe that speeding up is the best route to go through if you're about to hit a deer. This, some people is in CJ Morgan. This idea yeah. believes that accelerating will lift the front of your vehicle, which in turn reduces the chance that a deer will hit the windshield. Uh, while this might work on some cars, it's generally not a good idea 
reducing your speed, oh. reduces okay. the amount of damage. Yes. And uh, you know what? Now we've got it out there, and this website is... This info, did you know? I don't know how good it's from a chiropractor in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, God. So take it with a grain of salt. Meta's stickers already causing trouble. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? Matt Bearden's here to kind of let us know what's up. Have you guys checked out the Emu AI algorithm yet? Totally, dude. I I know what you're about to say, and I'm excited for you to explain uh, to these boomers what this is. Uh, God, I'm not now, a, Meta... I'm not even Gen Meta X. has just unraveled... So you can... You know, there's stickers you have in Messenger, and you can send stickers in communication. Well, they've integrated an AI now, and you can suggest anything, and it will just... Basically, the AI will draw, will create the art you need for the sticker you want. Here's the yes. issue. Here's the issue. They have put... As of right now, now it could change even, or maybe it's changing right now as I'm talking, but they put no guardrails on this. They put no bumpers, and people have already gone nuts. It, and it, by the way, this rolled out like like a day ago, okay? It's going, it's, it, you could put in anything. So people have put in stuff like baby with a gun, and great, you can imagine great. what you get. Then people put in stuff like baby shooting itself in the head, and you get a, an adorable sticker of a baby <sighs> shooting itself in the head. Man, so, the internet's amazing. Well, huh? here's the thing. Well, it's let the me, internet. Let me if go it was in. anywhere else, it'd be fine, but it's the internet. You should see what they're creating. By the way, all of the pictures of Elon Musk, topless, but with giant double Ds. Oh, yeah. Priceless. <laughs> Wonderful. Now, you were saying? Well, I was just going to say, trigger warning, there will be talk of uh, baby potential suicide in this, so you can't uh, say if you are a sensitive after. listener, you might want to tune out to what we just said. Uh, one guy has gone through, and he's, uh, uh, what do you call those people who write? Uh, journalists. And he's <laughs> trying to find a writer? Out. He's just gone through and put in like a lot of horrible descriptions with like baby with gun, like yeah. I said, or a child warrior, yes. child soldier. This is like a sandwich. That's what you do. You play around. You experiment. It's fun. Exactly. And so a lot of that there's that violent stuff, but also, I mean, the the uh, Karl Marx in his underwear, uh, the <laughs> Nancy Pelosi with uh, wheels for wheel wheels Dora for the, legs, Dora I mean, the Explorer smoking a cigar. Yeah. Hell oh, yeah! There's yeah. no bumpers on this <laughs> whatsoever. It's basically you're just careening downhill full speed with an AI. But and we do this sort of thing. But I, also remember I, this. Oh man, remember this. It's not an AI that's making realistic photos. It's making cartoony, little cartoony yeah, sticker yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So the whole thing is actually a really interesting art look because it's her people are making it's horrific. It's supposed to be so fake. They're making horrific images, but in this really cute and funny right. way. They're like those stickery car like cartoons and stuff. It's art, man. It's wild. We just love doing this stuff. I used to make what we called inappropriate PowerPoints back in the day, and now it's just fully come out yeah. online. Uh, how much trouble am I going to get myself in with these stickers? That's the question. I'd say hurry and get there tonight before they finally close <laughs> this down. But I will say, if you wanted to see, like, say, yeah, let me look SpongeBob at holding an AK-47, uh, there you go. There's Karl Marx in his underwear. 
There's a Elon Musk oh, with giant racks. You could make a really good Bart Simpson. I could print these. Uh, I've seen enough of the Simpsons on the sites I go to in, in inappropriate positions. That's I'm over oh. that. No, no, you, uh, you don't want to. Every year they update the top Halloween candies in the world, and we've got the latest. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. Celery Man, please. Yes. Welcome to Clickbait Corner. One of the easiest, most fun clickbaits to do is to say, hey, what's the hot candy this year? What do you have to get now? I'm going to be honest with you. If you're, if you haven't got your Halloween candy by this weekend, you're already really late. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Yeah, way yep. behind. And if you haven't saved at least $50 to buy Halloween candy, <laughs> you're not going to get anything. 50 that's cute. Uh-huh. got to be so much more than that. I, I have had trouble figuring out the balance with my neighborhood because it's hot or cold. One year we had way too much, and I freaked out. And then the next year my fiance is like, we don't need to get that much. And then we ran out. And that's yeah. not good. You never want to run out, though. Uh, oh, no. Here are the top uh, 10 candies. Uh, number 10, Snickers. Surprisingly, falling pretty hard from last year. I thought the little Snickers were some of the favorites. Uh, number nine, Hershey Mini Bars. Emily, number eight. This is Clickbait Corner, by the way, where we click these okay. clickbaits so you don't have to. Why'd number you eight. say my name? Number eight comes up in a lot of clickbait, a lot of talk, a lot of internet. It's very divisive. Candy corn. I oh. love candy, candy corn. corn is number eight. I, I love understand. It. It's what one of these mean? things that is a lot more common than people. You know what I mean? It's like pineapple on pizza. People love it. Yes. Stop fighting. I'm going to be completely honest. Throw myself under the bus for a second. I do have a bag of candy corn sitting right next to my bed (laughs) that I I snack on every day, every night. (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm I'm boring. I'm what you would call lukewarm. I'm just neutral. I don't aggressively hate it. it. Like if Emma offered me some, I'd be like, yeah, give some, give me some of that waxy corn. Oh, I'm not offering you my bedside candy. I don't want that specific bag. I don't know what else you've been using it for. Does anyone out there eat it like I do, where you? would eat it by color like you'd bite the little the orange little. and then the yeah to see if they tasted different spoiler alert, they, they don't they don't no. uh number seven <laughs> hershey's kisses Woo. they're okay they're boring they're very okay they're great when they're stuffed with things yes that is like, like they the do the cherry ones. they do an almond uh no, pretty yeah, rad yeah. uh number six starburst number five solid sour patch kids okay uh, pretty number, good but could be more number sour four, skittles that's a solid number four okay um number three this is weird to me that it's this high up on the list, but apparently it is the number one candy Smarties. in Minnesota, New Mexico, and North Dakota. Hot tamales. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm I always surprised those. by that one. I remember those as a kid. They were fine. They weren't bad. They would get stuck in your teeth, and once the flavor was gone, the outer flavor shell, you just had like this Gun- like, Yeah, yeah, a little. Reminds me too much of uh, cinnamon whiskey, which... <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah, the original hot damn. That yeah. was the OG. That's what grandma's drank. The hot damn. Uh, number two, M&M's. Same yeah. as uh, Hershey's. M&M's by themselves. Eh, whatever. But when they're accented by a peanut and almond, 
peanut butter. Mm. They even do pretzels now. They mm. do dark, gooey chocolate on the inside, all that stuff. And uh, Those white chocolate ones, too, I think. I haven't uh, tried them. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've really expanded. And, hey, we Americans learn we like different things. Before we get to the number one, you I'm got... I'm waiting for it. On, you got something behind you. Oh, my God. What? Who is this? Oh. Yes! This is a visual magic trick uh, you did. Yes! Number one! On radio. Reese's Cups! Yes! The best candy! Yes! CJ gave us Reese's Cups. Uh, we didn't even have to say trick or treat. Not CJ only gave did I give y'all us. Reese's Cups, I gave y'all... The big cups. And uh, will you feel that, Emily? Can you tell me how it feels? You put them in the fridge. I, I had them in the fridge I, for y'all. Sweet. I saw these yesterday. I, I got these. The uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> I, I refrigerated these so they're nice and cool, Yay. and they're the way they're perfect. Yeah. So uh, there you go. The number one candy, no surprise, uh, reigning for I think ten years straight. Reese's Cups. Yum. At CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online because the most important thing about radio is the internet.